0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDSE.
1: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Generally speaking, as Australians... There's not much laughing going on after and that's probably going to be the case this year, even though New Zealand is a country in turmoil right now.
0: Surely we can be a chance.
1: Surely. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> how can you say that, <laughs> given that it's like... Someone might make it how, how, how long has it been? Ages? 20 years? Wallabies. Wallabies? Okay. Yeah, but then switches when New Zealand went like, Proud of my New Zealand no, I never, no, sure. at all. Joining sure. us on sure. the line right now Sky TV presenter in... Kiwi land, Laura McGoldrick, who's listening to all of this thinking, <laughs> yeah, in three weeks' time you won't be so up and about about the Wallabies' chances. But at the moment, Laura, what the hell is going on with the All Blacks, even though they had a surprise win last week? Is, is, it, is it a country in turmoil with the coaching situation with your National Rugby Union Sorry, men's team?
0: Didn't you guys just take a hammering from the Pumas last week?
1: No, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Didn't, that was no, in a I parallel universe. A
0: different team. We missed it. And oh, sorry, no different team.
1: Coach by an Australian as well, um, i might add.
0: is he? Is he? Um hi, thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, no, it's been an interesting couple of weeks if you're a, if you're a rugby fan here in New Zealand, which of course we all are. And um it's been uh yeah, it's been fascinating, you know. Should it be Scott Robertson, will Fozzie keep his job, what's gonna happen? But Yeah, I think the most telling thing was probably after the way they won in South Africa uh, last weekend with all the players coming out and backing the coach. And I think that probably quietened down a few of the Kiwi fans who are saying, you know, yep, Foster's the worst, you know, um, coach we've had in the professional era statistically. He's got to go, he's got to go. And it must have been awful for him, him and his family, having to hear all these people say, you know, see you later. But the, the, the rugby union have now come out and backed him and, He's there till the 23 World Cup, so we'll see what happens.
1: Laura, has the word galvanising been bandied around? Was it a galvanising win? Was it the, the what we needed to get back on track for the though in the World Cup?
0: Well, I think it was just sort of the rugby. We always knew we should be playing, um, and I think that was the big takeaway from it. And the players, it all looks just relieved. They were able to put a performance together. That was that succinct, and I think that's what they were missing. They were just missing any sort of cohesion in the, in the way that they were playing their game. Um, so it was just nice to see a performance that we knew they were all capable of all the time.
1: Even the livestock have opinions on who should be the all-black uh, coach over there. Everyone yeah. absolutely loves the team, obviously. And I've
0: got my hand out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> With the how the players feel about Ian Foster, this is a fascinating part for me. So Every man, woman, and um, their pets are, are saying, "Oh, get rid of him. He's he's no good," or, or, or most are. But then the board obviously is sticking by him. Where do the players sit in all of this? Because with coaches, you can either silence is not a great thing for a coach mm-hmm. under pressure. But when the players come out and start backing him with social media posts and everything like that, that tells you that there's there's something to the relationship. Where's it sit, Laura?
0: Yeah, well, they obviously respect him immensely, and I think um, Captain Sam Kane, uh, post match, you might have seen him really teary, really emotional. Um, just so when I mentioned relief before, it was probably because he was also under the pump as well as the captain. They were saying there was calls for both Ian Foster and Sam Kane to be removed from their positions. Um, it was an interesting one off the back of the win in South Africa because the, the, rugby, the New Zealand Rugby Union hadn't, and the board hadn't publicly really come out and backed Foster and it was very much a sort of game-by-game game basis was the feeling here in New Zealand, that, that that's what was going to happen. If he didn't win a game over in South Africa, it was good night nurse, was the feeling, I think. Um, for the players, I don't know, the All Blacks notoriously keep things pretty close to their chest. So for the, when the players come out and say something, you know, you just believe they really mean it. So for Adi Savia, to say, this is my coach, and, and the like, I think was probably nicer for Ian Foster more than anything else. You know, it, you know he wasn't doing anything wrong, It just something wasn't working. Laura,
1: have the All Blacks or are they at the moment a victim of their own success? Was it as bad as what everyone has said? Does uh, the jumping at shadows? What, what's your take there?
0: I think that yes, I think I think that we probably are, we're a victim of our own success. We I had so much to do with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> then, it's well, we I when we I win and it's they when they, they, they lose. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, don't even like rugby when we lose. No, uh, yeah, no. I think that, yeah, we were a victim of our own success. I mean, we we, we we have been good and dominated for a very, very long time, and and the rest of the world started to catch up. And that's what you want, and that's mm. what you can hope. It's hard to be the, the, the team that has to constantly set that bar, and there will be times where you get periods like this, and that's just all part of being uh, the best in the world. It's just what you do once things start going bad. And I don't know if they if the rugby union can put their hands on their hearts and say, boy, we handled that really well, I, I don't think they will. But hopefully it's up and up and up from here and then see you at the 23 World Cup. Or we'll see you in three weeks' time and that's going to be fun for you. But um, because the team, this team is, has been hurt, you know, they've been hurt by what's been said about them. And if they played like that in South Africa, <coughs> A ground that is notoriously hostile towards, particularly the All Blacks. You best believe you're going to have a good time at Eden Park.
1: Yeah, is it, is it a case for rugby supporters and other teams around the world to actually don't poke the bear here? That uh, the the repercussions of the next Bledisloe Cup and the World Cup could be uh, New Zealand are right back on track.
0: Oh, if I were if I were the rest of the world team fans, I'd be keeping very lightly lightly on this. I'd just be just minding my p's and q's and just making sure that everyone's taking note of what's happening. But don't say anything. God, don't poke the bear. Who knows what will happen off the back of it? What's that Africa do now?
1: Yeah, we, we won't be <laughs> we're not exactly full of provided. <laughs> I think we just call back Mark Ella to play five, eight for us, uh, or fly half next week, <laughs> given um, all the issues for the Wallabies in that position. Hey, switching focus, um, Laura, to, to cricket. Now, this is an interesting test case for the rest of the world. So Trent Bolt is retiring from international cricket, but he's making himself available for domestic leagues around the world. Now this is along the lines of say a a Chris Gale, but Chris Gale dabbled in and out of the Windy's white ball setup for a very long time while doing the T20 thing here, there and everywhere. I can see this happening a lot in the next 20 years, given the proliferation of T20 leagues on the calendar. Now, what about yourself? What's the feeling over there, especially for a, a country like New Zealand, where let's face it, the cricket board over there can't exactly throw million dollar contracts around like confetti for for guys to play for New Zealand at uh, white ball cricket and also Test cricket.
0: No, it's going to be a very interesting period here, and I think all of the cricket boards are probably taking a look at at um, you know the, the tournaments around the world, not just international now, because it is a chock a block schedule, particularly obviously if you're a T Twenty white ball specialist, you can be playing, you know, 11 months of the year if you do it right. I'm currently watching um, the Black Cats play the West Indies in the second one day, and they've got the Windies 48-6. And Trent Bolt's actually taken three of those wickets up front. He's bowled superbly well. Uh, And I feel like you'd like me to clarify, he's not actually retired. He's just torn up his New Zealand cricket contract. So he's sort of a free agent now. So he's still available if New Zealand wants to pick him. So what the New Zealand cricket have said is, is that um, other contracted players will um, probably get precedence. But if, if Trent's playing well, and then he will absolutely still be considered for selection. So, I mean, that's the only way New Zealand cricket can go about it. Trent's one of the best in the world, and he's showing that today, right now. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting. You can understand. I think, I think if you look at it, you go, OK, well, he's 33 now. He's played 12 years for the Black Cats. He has earned the right, if he wants, as he says, to spend more time with his family and to maybe play lesser lesser tournaments and be away for far less time and earn more money. It makes sense and you can't really begrudge a bloke for wanting to do that. We like you say, don't get offered the money here that you do the likes of your David Warner's and, and you know, your Australian cricketers that we've heard so much about over here. Good for you guys by the way. Um <laughs> and so it's it's um it is an it's going it's an interesting test case. We've had a couple of examples of, of sort of T twenty Uh, specialists here in New Zealand who have have walked away from New Zealand contracts to go and play around the world. Mitchell McLennigan, it was another bowler I think of, Um, he he never really played another game for New Zealand off the back of that. So it will be interesting to see what happens. But the boards, I think, have just got to, particularly New Zealand cricket, as we deal with this Trent Bolt situation, they're just going to have to decide what they're going to do and stick by it. You know, every player has to be looked at the same way. So it's kind of, it's sad for international cricket. Um, You know, I love test cricket. I love one-day cricket. T uh, Twenty cricket's great, and I love what it's done for the game and how it's brought you know new fans and, and the like, and how exciting it is. But you know, I'm, I I do love the other stuff, and I fear what that's going to do uh, to those um, to those disciplines. But um, what, time will only tell with this one.
1: Um, the, you mentioned that New Zealand are over in the wind. Have you ever followed the cricket? Have you actually ever been to the? It's kind of on my bucket list to go and watch a bit of cricket in the West Indies yourself.
0: Oh my God, I've never been. A couple of reasons. One, love a party. Um, and um, don't mind a rum. So, you know, God knows what would happen if I was in the crowd there. It looks lovely. It's a lovely day out. Um, I, I do hear the CPL is just an awesome, awesome um, experience. Um, you've got Danny Morrison there, which is experience enough in itself, uh, the New Zealand cricket commentator. Um, and apparently it's just a great time. So, no, that's definitely on my bucket list as well. don't know yeah. how I'll make that happen, actually. What am I doing here? <laughs>
1: Well, sorry to bring about an existential yeah. crisis, um, Laura. Yeah, but... guys. I no, <laughs> really appreciate that. No, really appreciate your time this morning to talk a bit of rugby and, and cricket. And, um, yeah, good luck to the All Blacks in a, in a couple of weeks' time as the Wallaby Smasher.
0: Hey, look, now off the back of, of, of the South African one, I feel very comfortable and I say good luck to you guys yes. in a couple of weeks. So really good stuff. Good luck. Have a good time.
1: <laughs> we'll need it. Thank you, Laura McGoldrick from Sky TV over in New Zealand. Have a good day.
0: You too. Thanks, guys. It's Ty Power's
1: Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now.